Welcome to SFU Made Ready for Everything, the podcast. I'm Sarah Ross. And I'm John Krimmel. And today's episode is What's Your Game Plan? A Q&A with the SFU Career Services. Today we'll be joined by Director of Career Services, Beth McGregor, and Assistant Director Lauren Watson. We'll talk about some background on career services here at St. Francis, then jump into some more specifics as it relates to student-athletes, and we'll finish it out on how our student-athletes can apply the resources that Beth and Lauren will discuss. Are you ready? Let's go. Hi, Beth. Hi, Lauren. Thank you guys for joining us today uh, on our podcast. Uh, if you would take a, a few seconds and uh, maybe introduce yourselves to our, to our listeners um, and kind of your journey here to St. Francis. Sure, I'll start out. Um, my name is Beth McGregor. I'm the Director of Career Services here at St. Francis. And I have been at St. Francis in Career Services for the past 23 years. Um, prior to that, I did work at several other universities in Career Services. And prior to that, I have human resource experience with a number of companies in several different locations. So it's kind of my journey to career services here at St. Francis. Um, I want to mention that I'm a sports enthusiast and I really enjoy working with student athletes um, here at St. Francis. Um, I've always strongly believed that the playing field is an extension of the classroom and that there's a lot of learning and skill development that takes place um, on the field and on the court. Um, but not just athletic skills, also those soft skills. And we're gonna talk about those soft skills a little bit later. So my hope for our listeners is, you know, to take away from this podcast, um, sort of like the realization of the value that they bring as division one student athletes to, to employers into the world of work. Thank you, Beth. <laughs> Thank you, perfect. Lauren, take it away. Yeah. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for having us. I'm Lauren Watson. I'm the Assistant Director of Career Services. I've only been at St. Francis since the end of January 2020, so still very new role to me, and I'm new to St. Francis as well. Um, before starting at St. Francis, I was working at Penn State College of Business for the last five years, and before that, I was with IUP's Career Development Center. So I've been working in a career services capacity for the past seven years, and um, I'm really happy to be here at St. Francis. And I'm also excited to share with everyone some ideas about how you can really maximize career services and really capitalize on those skills that Beth was talking about, because you bring so much to the table through your athletic experiences. So we really want to make sure that you are confident with what next steps you can take to really do justice to all those skills that you've been developing throughout all of the hard work you've been putting into your athletics. So thanks again for having us, and we hope that we can give you some good ideas today. Awesome. Well, thank you. I mean, we're, we're, we're truly blessed to, to have both you on board, Beth, for um, so many years on board here, and, and we've gotten to know each other over the years, and, and Lauren, we're lucky to, to have you uh, newly as part of the, the Flash fam here at St. Francis, so we, we, we look forward to, to working with you in person and not just virtually, um, you know, in the, in the coming academic year. So thank you both. You're welcome. All right, let's dive in and see if we can get some of these pressing questions answered. Uh, just a broad start, uh, would you guys mind talking on uh, the scope of services that you are able to provide to our student athletes um, and how they can be reaching out to you about them? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so first off, we serve students from all class years and we prefer to see students as soon as possible. Um, sometimes there's this, you know, this 
um, this thought that, oh, it, I just come to career services whenever I need a job. And that's absolutely, I mean, we do help with that, but there's so much more that we help with. Um, and with that, if we do have any listeners who have either, um, who are closer to their graduation, um, we do offer free career services for your lifetime. So whether you're a student or alum, it is free to use our services. The easiest way to get in touch with us, honestly, is to email careerservices at francis.edu. If you take away nothing else with how to contact us or where to start, email us at careerservices.francis.edu and then we can take it from there. We offer one-on-one -on -one career advising, which we can do, I mean, you can only do so much through email, but you know, we can certainly get started that way. We do video chats, especially when we're operating remotely, that's a very popular option. But if your Wi-Fi is not so great, we can do regular phone calls. And certainly whenever you are on campus at the same time as we are, we do in-person meetings and you can either schedule those or you can just drop in and see if someone happens to be available. Uh, so we certainly want to offer lots of different ways to, to connect with us. And as far as what we help with, I think one of the first things that comes to mind is resumes. And yes, we are the resume people. We help with that. But there's so much more, even if it's just, I don't really know if the major that I picked is what I really want to stick with, or there's so many options that I can't really decide. So certainly talking through the exploratory part of the decision with, you know, what to study and what you can do with different majors and minors and, and things like that. But also, if you are at the point where you're looking for an internship or a full-time job, we can really um, we can really run with that and make sure that you're aware of all the resources to help you find good opportunities, make sure that you feel confident communicating with employers through the interview process and the follow-up process, even the thank you note part of it can sometimes lead to a lot of questions. So anything related to either finding work or even just feeling confident with the earlier part of your St. Francis experience with the decisions you're making about how to spend your time and what you want to study, we can help with any and all of those things. And we certainly try to reach out in different ways. We have a weekly newsletter during the academic year. We put ourselves at tables all across campus. We do group presentations. So we, are, we really try to put ourselves out there as much as we can. And we also have a social media presence on Instagram in particular. We've really been um, spreading the word about any opportunities we're aware of. So um, there's certainly lots of things that we're doing and we are happy to, to help with any one-on-one -on -one assistance. And, um, our website, francis.edu slash career, has all of the, the paid resources that are available to St. Francis students, and we have invested in a lot of them recently, which we'll talk a little bit more about, um, but lots of good things that we have to offer. So, you know, we definitely encourage you, if you're not sure about any of the things we talk about today, just reach out and say, hey, you mentioned this, can you tell me more about that? And, you know, what do I have to do to, to utilize that more? Perfect. We will uh, link to all of your resources. So social media and your email will link all those uh, in the description of the episode. And we will make sure that those get out on all our social media platforms as well. So no one, will, no one will have any excuses for <laughs> yes. not reaching out. <laughs> Thank you. That would be great. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, so you mentioned that the contact should start right away. Um, could you be a little bit more specific or uh, Beth, are you joining in on this one and tell us yeah. a little how um, and when that conversation should really start when our student athletes should be reaching out to you? Okay. Well, like Lauren said, the sooner the better. Uh, we love to get to know students early on in their time here at St. Francis just so we can know what their career goals are and help them along the way the entire time they're here. But um, probably the key thing we'd like students to do as freshmen 
is to connect with us and to register on Handshake. Handshake is an online platform for students um, and employers. It's where you connect with our office. It's where you can search for jobs and internships, one of the places you can connect with other students. It's an awesome site. Um, we'd like you to register on Handshake and to go a step further and complete your profile. It's important to have a full profile so people can find you, so employers can find you for a possible internship and those kinds of things. Um, so Handshake number one, and you can do that on the Handshake app or you can um, you know, register on um, francis.handshake.com. Now, uh, the other thing we'd like you to do is get your resume together. Even if it's just a rough draft, I mean, maybe students have one from high school or, or you know, if you're a current junior senior, you probably have one, but particularly if you're new to St. Francis, or don't have a resume yet, get a rough draft together. We can get some samples to you. Just email us, we'll send you some samples. You can find some samples online too, um, but that's a good starting point. So those two things are what we think are really key to get started with. Um, now, one other thing though, you know, if, if you are in the position of like Lauren had mentioned, um, you're exploring majors, you're not sure, um, perhaps you're an exploratory track major or uh, you're not sure if you're in the right major, um, we'd like to help you with that early on. Uh, we have some different career assessments that we can, uh, that you can take online and then we meet with you afterwards, uh, see what the results are and just really help you along the path to figure out what is the best major for me at St. Francis. So um, that's something we like students to start their freshman year um, if they haven't already declared. Or, you know, if they decide, hey, I don't think I'm in the right major, we can help you navigate that too. And we can also help you figure out well, what can I do with this major, you know, and if it's the right fit. So, so those are some key things we'd like students to get started on early. Um, but the other thing too is, I mean, some students are eager. They'll come to us in freshman year, early sophomore year and say, hey, I want to do an internship. So, um, you know, we can get started on that early too. You can do, definitely do more than one internship while you're a student. Um, you know, part-time jobs we can help you with. Um, really the whole gamut. So, so yes, the sooner the better, but you know, when you need us, you we especially want you to know we're here for you and there's a lot of different ways to, to reach out to us. Awesome. We can debunk that idea that you don't need a resume till your senior year and all those yeah, guys I, scrambling yeah, at the last minute. Don't to wait try till senior year. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. One more of our general questions. Um, you mentioned, uh, Beth, you mentioned a little bit of getting that resume started right away. Uh, but before our student athletes reach out for the first time, is there anything else that they can be prepared with so that that meeting is as efficient as possible? Really, what we just want them to come with is a growth mindset. I mean, if there are specific questions about our services or if they're willing to share just kind of how they're feeling about where they are with their major and how they're feeling about ideas with what sorts of professional experiences they might want to dabble in during their time at St. Francis after that. That's great. Um, but really, you know, they don't have to come in prepared with, you know, a perfect resume and having it all figured out. We just want students to come in. And even if you don't even know what questions to ask or why you should come in, that is the perfect reason to come in because we can take it from, from there. We can't force anyone to come in, but then once you're here, then we can say, great, you're here. And then we, we know kind of how to take it from there just to you know, try to give relevant information based on 
wherever you are, whenever you come in. So just come as you are, basically. <laughs> um, if you have a resume, great. We can certainly give some next steps. We'll say, all right, here's our resume guideline packet. Here's some samples. Here's some quick tips to get you started. But really just come as you are and then, you know, be willing to learn, be willing to ask questions if, you know, anything you're not feeling sure about in terms of what we offer or, you know, what you can be doing next. Um, so that's, that's kind of the easy answer that you really don't need to come prepared, just come. <laughs> easy enough. I think our coaches uh, probably instill a growth mindset too. So they are, they'll be ready for that when they show up. Uh, we'll make sure in our freshman student athlete class, we'll make sure to send them over right away. So there's, they have no excuses. They know they have to be there. <laughs> awesome. Great. Okay, now segueing a little bit into some student athlete kind of specific questions. We, we kind of got some, some general ideas of, uh, of what services that you guys offer, what you know, our student athletes should be doing, but to dive in a little bit more specifically, um, you know, how does, you know, we talk to our, our student athletes and, and they hear all the time of, of using that, that student athlete um, experience to their advantage, but, but how do you guys feel being a student athlete helps to distinguish an individual during a, a job, job search or a, um, internship search or grad school search? What do you guys um, see as that, you know, distinguishing factor that student athletes have? Well, thanks, John. That's a great question. Um, well, kind of referring to those soft skills I mentioned earlier um, in the beginning of the podcast, um, you know, there are certain qualities, attributes that employers are looking for. And, and some of those qualities are leadership skills, team player abilities, um, problem solving skills, communication skills, strong work ethic. And those are the kind of things that student athletes develop by being a student athlete. Um, in addition to that, there's many others as well. Competitiveness, time management skills. I mean, what employer wouldn't like somebody that can manage their time well? Um, overcoming adversity and failure. I mean, that's, that's key. Um, also just self-motivated um, individuals, you know, that have a drive to, you know, to accomplish things. Um, professionalism. Um, there's just so many different things, I think, as a student athlete, that they get developed being a student athlete and probably started back in high school or whenever they started with their athletics, those different skills and abilities um, have been developed along the way. So it's, it's so much more than just the athletic skills. Um, so anyhow, um, you know, we encourage our listeners to continue to develop those skills. And then when the time comes to look for that internship, look for that job, um, you want to communicate those skills that you have, those attributes to employers by showing those on your resume, by talking about them in an interview, using examples of you know, some, some of your athletic competition um, and how you displayed your team player abilities in, a, in an interview question. Um, now, we do want to mention too that, you know, there are some employers that aren't real aware of the soft skills and the abilities that student athletes bring. So that's something that you will definitely, student athletes definitely want to convey to employers. But then there are other employers that know full well what being a division one student athlete involves and the commitment involved. And they want student athletes, they're looking for them. We get a number of employers that contact us that say, 
hey, could you get the word out to coaches? I, I particularly want to talk to, you know, members of certain teams or just generally to student athletes. So, you know, I think that's wonderful too, because they, those employers have a, a real appreciation of the competitive nature and all the different, um, you know, skills that, that student athletes have. So um, I think it's a real, um, you know, value to students to, to be able to talk about their, their experiences as a student athlete. Sure. Perfect. Thanks, Beth. I mean, you know, those, those, those soft skills, I think sometimes, um, you know, and, and Sarah and I can test to this as, as former student athletes, probably, you know, you forget mm-hmm. some of these, these soft skills that you learn while being a student athlete and how you really can use those to, to your advantage. And, and Beth, you alluded a little bit ter- towards how to present these in a, uh, on a resume in an interview. Um, you know, Lauren, I don't know if you want to discuss a little bit more on how, you know, student athletes or how you've seen them be able to showcase these, um, these skills uh, when they go in for an interview or when they go, um, you know, to put that resume together, how do they really highlight those, um, you know, without seeming maybe too obvious um, and just saying, I have all these soft skills, you know, how do they, you know, incorporate those things? Sure. And, you know, if anyone's ever unsure about how to do that, you know, we're certainly happy to help with that. We can, you know, look at any individual resumes and and give suggestions and give some feedback on interview practice and whatnot. But you're right, John, it's about the balance. You don't want um, your resume or an interview conversation to be all about the athletic experience. But at the same time, you don't want to completely omit it and hide it and act as though it never happened. It's really, it should be treated as any other valuable experience that you might have had. It's part of the larger picture. It's part of the story, but it's not the whole story. And so that should be reflected in the amount of space that it takes up on the resume and the amount of time you spend talking about it in the interview. So starting with the resume, for example, it should definitely be on the resume. And, you know, we encourage students to put more than just, you know, division one name of sport dates actually talk about those soft skills. And what we recommend is rather than having a soft skills section that just lists team player communication, time management, that can serve as content to use as bullet points to talk about the athletic experience on your resume. So take those soft skills that you've been using and put them into context. Write bullet points that start out with motivated team members, you know, before practice communicated with coaches and different levels of staff in the program. Start out with verbs that reflect the skills that you're trying to highlight, but don't just isolate them in a skills section. A lot of times we say don't even have a skills section because you're gonna use bullet points to contextualize them and talk about those skills. So don't be afraid to expand on the skills you've been using on that part of your resume to talk about the athletic experience. And then for the interview, you know, you're probably going to get questions such as, tell me about a time when you had to make a difficult decision or you had to confront someone or um, juggle multiple responsibilities. You can certainly draw from the athletic experience and use that as an example. And we encourage you to use it somewhere in the interview. Uh, But likewise, you want to make sure that, okay, if you're in an interview, you already used it as an example, maybe the next time they ask about something, yeah, it might be a skill that you've used in athletics, but hey, if you had the chance to work part-time in retail and deal with a lot of crazy customer service issues that you want to talk about, then, you know, mix it up a bit and show them that you're well-rounded and that you've been able to function in lots of different kinds of contexts. 
No, thank you, Lauren. That's very helpful. I mean, think, I think the obvious thing would be to take all those soft skills and put them all in like a, a list, but putting them into context and kind of explaining on how you do those, um, I think is very helpful for, for our student athletes to, to know. Um, and kind of segueing into a, a question that, that, you know, I think internships are becoming more and more popular um, for our students and kind of a way to distinguish themselves. Um, and, but being a student athlete, uh, we talk about time management, there's specific, you know, time demands that they have with, you know, classes, obviously, practice, travel, um, you know, some sports that seem to go, you know, all academic year. Um, so it makes it sometimes difficult to get those internship opportunities. Um, how have you seen, you know, Beth, maybe you can speak on this in terms of the internships and student athletes with their unique time demands and how that, how that has worked? Sure. Um, well, John, we do realize the time constraints and, and restraints that student athletes have. Um, and we've worked with quite a few over the past couple of years because internships are vitally important for students to complete, to get that hands-on experience. Employers want to see that. So um, we encourage all students and all majors to do internships. But as far as the student athletes, because they do have time constraints, uh, we can work with you to help identify internships that perhaps are, could be done in a shorter time period could possibly be done over Christmas break, um, or maybe could be done um, early in the summer before they might have to return back to campus. Um, you know, we, we are in contact with lots of employers and, and we can help facilitate that with the, you know, with the employer and the student athlete if need be. Um, the other um, option is, you know, there's a lot of remote opportunities for internships, particularly now. So, um, and I would think that would continue. So uh, that could be another option. Um, or even perhaps in the off season for a student athlete, maybe in the local area, if it's their off season, they'd be able to do an internship at that time. But um, yes, we, we've worked with quite a few student athletes and they only had a short period of time, but some employers are willing to do that, you know, to um, you know, abbreviate the internship a bit. Or And I, I do want to also emphasize that you know, internships, you know, they come in all shapes and sizes. They can be um, varying lengths. They can be for credit, not for credit, depending on what the student wants, you know, paid, unpaid. There's all kinds of um, internships. But the important thing is for student athletes to realize, yes, they do need to get some good hands-on experience um, under their belt and then on their resume um, to make them even more attractive to employers. Perfect. Thanks, Beth. I think that's very helpful in our, our student athletes knowing that, you know, with the unique time demands, they do have the opportunity to work with you guys and you guys can serve as advocates for them with the employers to, to find opportunities that might be those shorter timeframes, as you mentioned, you know, something at the beginning of the summer, um, something in the off season, you know, something that's not necessarily an entire semester, but something that they can really get that experience and distinguish themselves. So I think it's, it's, it's very helpful in knowing, and I appreciate the work that you guys do with that and, and being able to advocate for them and help them find those, those internship opportunities so that they don't miss out on that. Cause we really want to make sure that they get that entire experience um, as student athletes, um, you know, beyond just the, the academics and the athletics, but getting the whole uh, development component. So perfect. Thank you. You're welcome. Let's dive into some of the more specific application details so that our student athletes know exactly what they're supposed to be doing, when they're supposed to be doing it, and even where. Um, I was wondering if we could kind of break down a 
timeline uh, that explains to our student athletes when they should be starting uh, these search processes, maybe internship, job, grad school, just I think that they're sometimes surprised when they hear maybe how early those should be starting. Mm -hmm, sure. And one of the first things we suggest is know the timeline for whatever industry you're pursuing because they are different. Um, you know, for example, accounting tends to hire in September for the following summer, whereas, you know, every single industry is going to have a slightly different timeline. So step one is to know the timeline for your industry. Now, certainly we can help with that, but just know that it does vary quite a bit. Uh, but with that said, um, you know, you mentioned you don't want to um, necessarily start out later than necessary. And I think the big picture thing to remember with this is that you can never start too early with something. There's never going to be something uh, related to either exploring a major or finding an internship, finding a job, searching for grad school. We're never going to say, oh, it is way too early to be talking about that. That is never going to happen. There's always something that you can be doing. And the more time you allow to prepare for next steps, even if you're not sure what, next, what the next steps are, that's okay. But even just thinking about it and having a strategy for exploring different options and making sure that whatever you choose as the next step makes sense for you at this point, then it's much better to be having ongoing conversations about that than to, you know, wait until it's all over and then say, oh, well, I, you know, wish I'd spent more time on looking at grad schools or researching employers or whatever. Um, so really, from the beginning, what, what we recommend, and Beth mentioned this earlier, if nothing else, there are two steps that we recommend, regardless of what your class year is right now. Um, and that first step is to get yourself set up on Handshake at francis.joinhandshake.com, and we do have the link to that on the Career Services website. If you haven't already completed your profile, yes, complete all the sections, put up a profile picture, a nice profile picture of yourself, because employers can search for you. And the more that you complete that profile, then the more employers can potentially find you and say, hey, I've got an internship. I'm looking for a St. Francis grad, and I see that you have all of the skills and experiences that I would want. Would you want to consider applying for this position? So if nothing else, get set up on Handshake because you can search for positions on there. You can, as Beth mentioned earlier, you can find other peers and alumni. You can see the career events that we're hosting. You can search for employers. There's just so much you can do with it. So that's step one, regardless of what class you are. Step two is to have us take a look at your resume. Now, a lot of you have had your resume looked at by family members or faculty members or lots of different people. But out of all those different sets of eyes, sometimes career services is the missing checkbox. Please have us take a look at it because we will certainly um, help you bring together all the feedback that you've been getting. And we'll also have some suggestions to give you ideas for next steps with your resume. So even if the only resume you have is what you used for your application to St. Francis and you're just not even sure what to do with it next, that's okay. Bring it in as it is. Ask you know, whatever questions you have, and we can certainly help from there. But your resume is something that is always changing because you are always changing what experiences you're doing. It's, you know, we kind of call it a living, breathing document. It's not something that's ever just done. Okay, I, you know, I don't have to worry about that for another year. Like, no, you should always be adding to it, updating it, because you never want an alum to say, hey, I'd love to talk to you about 
um, an upcoming program or internship, can I see your resume? And you don't want to think, I haven't touched that weight, what resume? I haven't built that yet. So you just always want to be prepared with a solid resume. So get on Handshake, complete your profile, bring us your resume, get that revised. And then from there, we really want to see where each individual person is because from there, there are lots of different resources that we can recommend and next steps that we can recommend, but those are the two starting points regardless of class year. Thank you. Yeah, we, uh, we cannot reinforce enough how important it is to start that resume and hopefully they hear that from you guys too. Um, we've talked about handshake a couple times, so I know that that is something really important um, for our St. Francis uh, student athletes and something a little bit newer for career services. I think um, that that's that's been brought up uh, more recently so Beth I don't know if you want to expand on handshake a little bit and then maybe what other resources uh, are housed through career services maybe databases or online resources that they can use for um, their job search processes sure well yes handshake um, it is a state-of-the-art um, program for students and employers for job searching internship searching um, What's kind of neat about Handshake, it does have an intuitive search functionality to it. So um, like Netflix, you know, so the more you're on and looking at different um, jobs or internships or whatever, it will suggest similar ones to you. So, um, so that's a nice, really nice feature of it. Also employers can find um, students on Handshake. And so like Lauren had mentioned earlier that the importance of having a full profile so employers can find you and possibly reach out to you. So it's a, it's a great tool and highly encourage students to, uh, to use it. Um, now, I do wanna mention another job and internship search site called Career Shift that um, St. Francis offers to our students and alumni. And it's another great search site. Um, Career Shift claims that if there's a job or internship anywhere in the web, it will show up in Career Shift. I mean, it was actually started by a St. Francis alum and um, so I think that's kind of a neat aspect to it, but it is a big national site, um, actually international. So anyhow, francis.careershift.com and uh, a nice feature that most other search engines don't have is that you can see contacts at companies on CareerShift. So you can see people that work there, um, which is pretty awesome and is, is a good um, like networking tool too, to see if there's any, you know, anyone you know or any, um, you know, even St. Francis alumni. So anyhow, Handshake, Career Shift, really great um, online tools. Now there are a couple other things though too um, that we'd like to um, mention so everybody knows about. We have a fairly new um, online resource called Big Interview. And Big Interview can help students prepare for interviews. Um, yes, they can, we help them prepare for interviews by doing mock interviews and interview coaching. But hey, they can do this online on Big Interview. They can practice interviewing. They can view interviews. They can record their interviews, watch them afterwards. And there's an um, aspect of Big Interview that uh, we're just trying out for a few months. It, it's artificial intelligence. It's AI. It can actually evaluate how many times they say, um, what their eye contact is like. You know, all those little things that are so important. So, so anyhow, we highly recommend Big Interview to students to use. And we're even using it in some classes and students are conducting practice interviews on big interview, then we evaluate them. So um, 
So that's another great tool. And also Candid Career is a new tool for us. Um, there's get hired videos on Candid Career that are very valuable. And also some guidance if you're not particularly sure like what you're applying for. There are videos of just about every occupation you can think of. Um, people that are in those occupations talking about what they're doing in the field. So um, it can be helpful for job and internship. It's especially helpful too for students that might be exploring majors um, and trying to decide what they want to get into. Now, some other resources that we offer to students that are in the job and internship search hunt are you know, connections with alumni. I mean, St. Francis alumni are very willing to help St. Francis students um, in that area. And we work with the alumni office um, to identify alumni um, that might be able to offer advice and suggestions in a job search. Um, we also offer networking opportunities for students. It can be very helpful for the job and internship search, um, including one that your office sponsors, the Student Athlete Networking Event. Um, you know, we help to co-host that with um, the Student Athlete Development and also with the Alumni Office. So that's a good way to network that could lead to, you know, a, a connection for a job or internship. Mentorship Week is another opportunity on campus where students can meet um, you know, alumni and people in their field um, that they could be making connections that could lead to a possible opportunity. Um, also, we do have employers that come on campus and recruit students. Um, they may have a information table on campus. They may do some class presentations. Um, they may interview, conduct actual one-on-one -on -one interviews on campus. So we set those up for employers and in a variety of different fields. So that's another way for students to, um, you know, search for jobs and internships. Um, other virtual employer events, um, also job fairs. We, we offer the, um, we co-sponsor the, with Mount Aloysius College, the Career Expo, and it's held on campus in early April in the Stokes um, Center. And, um, you know, we've had upwards of 100 to 125 employers and graduate schools that attend that fair. And that's right there on campus for students to go and connect with employers um, we encourage all students to attend that fair, not just those looking for jobs and internships, but even freshmen, just to see what a fair is all about. Get a little practice talking to an employer and introducing yourself. Um, and in addition to our on-campus fair, we promote um, a number of other job and internship fairs to, to our students. Um, and we're involved with a lot of them. The Western Pennsylvania Collegiate Job and Internship Fair in, in Pittsburgh, fall and spring. We even take a van if students need a ride, but they're welcome to go on their own. Um, several hundred employers at that fair, all different fields. Um, we also promote, um, you know, Penn State has a big career days. We take students to that fair. Um, IUP has a fair, Point Park, and a lot of these other schools, you know, that offer some opportunities and allow students from other schools to attend. So um, there's a wide range of fairs to attend. And we do really encourage students to go to fairs because you actually meet people in person. And um, that's very valuable. And um, also that we have an education job fair that we're involved in called PERP. So if there's any uh, teaching candidates um, out there, there's student athletes, that's another great fair. So those are just some of the ways uh, that we help students find jobs and internships. And I did my first professional internship. It was because Enterprise came to campus um, my senior year, 
and I got set up with an internship. Obviously not the career path that I was looking for, <laughs> right. but that, they, that connection, uh, they had a table um, in Padua, I think, and that was how I got set up with my internship. But, um, but enough about me. Most no, listeners don't hear, care. Sarah. Yeah, <laughs> you got some practice, right? And exactly. That was, that was the best part. And then mm -hmm. John just hired me afterwards. So. <laughs> Are all the resources, Beth, that you just listed off, are alum, do alums have access to some or all of those things? I'm not sure if when you leave campus, if we lose any access or not. No, they have access to basically all of those. Um, yeah, I'm just kind of looking over my list here. Yeah, they, alumni can really utilize all of those resources. So um, for life, so. Perfect, well, I know Thanks. our, current climate uh, has us kind of wondering about job searches maybe and this could be for alum or it could be for current student athletes um, who aren't sure with the, our current uh, COVID-19 climate. Um, I guess any advice for uh, our student athletes who are in their searches and uh, and maybe of the resources that uh, we you guys just shared with us any that stand out as the best to really be helpful during this time? Yeah, no, we know it's very unique right now, and we certainly want to, to offer any support that we can. Um, so I will give a couple suggestions, but I'm going to brush the surface because we actually put together a 15-minute tips presentation specifically for job searching in this changing job awesome. climate. Um, and that is on Handshake. If you go to Career Center, go to the resources there, you can access that 15-minute presentation where we'll go um, in a lot more depth about different steps and. Um, you know, just different things you can do during this unique job search and internship, if that's what you're looking for. Um, but, you know, just a couple things to keep in mind is you certainly want to know what you're looking for. And I think that, you know, yes, you want to be open-minded and yes, you want to apply to a lot of different kinds of things. But if there's not some focus and direction to what you're looking for, and if there's not really clarity with what you're looking for and why you think it's a good match for what you could bring to the table, then that tends to make the search less focused and more stressful, which nobody wants. Um, so certain, and that's something we can help anyone talk through, really having that framework of, well, what are your deal breakers? What are your goals? What are the nice to haves? And networking is huge. I mean, it's huge anytime, but especially with things being so unique right now. Just as an example, if there's a company that is under a hiring freeze and you see job postings and you're wondering, oh, well, I'm not really sure if they're going to be hiring that position soon or ever. If you have connections, if you've leveraged connecting with alumni, for example, over the years, or maybe even recruiters who have come to campus and you've connected with, then you know people you can follow up with and say, hey, I'm interested in working at your organization, but um, I understand that you know, there might be some changes or uncertainties with your hiring. So that's just one example of how being connected with specific individuals can help you to stay looped into the ever-changing circumstances, but also to have someone to express your interest to directly outside of just the application pool with everybody else's materials. Um, so networking is huge. And, um, you know, think about things that are in high demand. And, you know, it's very easy to, it, it, there's a lot of negativity about the job market. And yes, it's certainly, you know, there are a lot of unfortunate things happening with the job market, absolutely. But that is not, 
that that's also independent of the fact that there are a lot of good jobs out there. There are a lot of uh, there are a lot of openings. If you go on LinkedIn any given day, there is a link that says here are the top organizations hiring, and there are thousands of jobs with large organizations. So there's definitely people hiring. Um, and there's just lots of ways that you can get your foot in the door now. Maybe there's an organization you want to work for, but it's a really competitive place to work. But if they are hiring a contact tracer or something else that is very timely, that could be a good way to show that you are willing to get your foot in the door in unique ways to help out with the immediate needs. Um, so those are just some ideas for getting started. Um, but certainly we, we know that there are a lot of uncertainties and the communication with employers and following up with alumni and um, we know that sometimes there's sometimes you don't always feel confident well should I reach out or well how how does this sound in this email can you take a look at it we're happy to look at any communications that you craft to professionals or help you prepare for any outreach that you might want to do um, so certainly we can help out one-on-one, -on -one, but definitely check out that 15-minute tips video on Handshake under Career Center Resources to, um, to go into a little bit more detail about some of the suggestions we have, especially with virtual interviews and virtual communications. We go into that a lot more. That's really encouraging to hear. I know, I mean, everyone's having to get used to this new virtual virtual world. I mean, just setting up our call today had some of its own technical <laughs> difficulties. So uh, it's hearing, um, the opportunities and that there are definite ways around. I mean, you, there's a lot of damper around the when you hear the unemployment number. So it's encouraging that uh, we have such an awesome and supportive career services staff that can help our student athletes uh, overcome those uh, downer numbers. But yeah, let's appreciate it. Yeah, and hopefully we don't have to continue to communicate through uh, Zoom uh, in the in these times. And hopefully. Uh, uh, you know, we can, um, even if we're six feet apart, um, you, know, uh, you know, we look forward to that opportunity and getting our student athletes back on campus and being able to connect with, with both of you and, and your team in career services, because um, we really feel it's a, a valuable resource for our student athletes. Um, it's very important. And I, and I like the emphasis on, on making sure that they, they start early and not waste any time, you know, um, it's never too early to start. So we want to thank you both for joining us um, and taking time out of your um, busy schedules and, and crazy schedules right now just because of the, the, the climate we're, we're in. Um, so we really appreciate it, Beth and Lauren. And um, we look forward to, to our student athletes being able to see both of you in person and hear, for you, hear from both of you. So thank you very much. You're welcome. And thank you, John and Sarah, for inviting Lauren and I. We really appreciate the opportunity to um, you know, talk with our listeners, talk with the student athletes. And um, yes, we're looking forward to seeing them on campus as well. And we do wish them all good luck in the upcoming academic year and their seasons um, coming up 2021. So um, anyhow, we hope to see you soon, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you both. Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you. Guys. Welcome. Thank you. officially wrap things up today, a quick recap from all the great information that Beth and Lauren shared with us. Um, I think it's pretty evident that this process uh, needs to start the minute a student athlete gets to campus. It's never too soon to start building your resume to get set up on Handshake, um, but it's in, after you've created that relationship, also maintaining that relationship and staying in contact, uh, you will never uh, go wrong by reaching out too much to career services. 
And I think it was great when they highlighted the, the soft skills. We talked about um, some of those things that student athletes sometimes I think forget um, that they gain from being a student athlete. And um, you know, the strong work ethic, the, the time management, the overcoming adversity, you know, being self-motivated um, and really trying to use those soft skills um, and, and putting them into action and being able to um, show them on a resume. I think they did great examples of, of, you know, Lauren talking about how to, you know, list those soft skills without actually listing them um, and, and really incorporate those things in interviews, um, you know, as, as our student athletes go out and look for internships or, or jobs or, you know, graduate schools. And I think it's great when we think about the, the time management with student athletes and, and trying to balance everything and how their schedules are so uh, packed it makes it difficult sometimes for for that internship and it was great to hear that you know career services will really advocate on their behalf and find opportunities for our student athletes whether it's over the summer over winter break uh, finding that maybe even if it's a condensed time frame for an internship still being able to get that value valuable experience um, that will kind of set them apart you know when applying for those jobs graduate schools and um, um, everything else so and even after their time ends at St. Francis and they wrap up their collegiate careers, they still have access to all these resources, which is important to remember. Even down the road, if they're looking for a career change and they're, you know, 10, 20 years removed from St. Francis, you can still come back, contact career services, have them look over your resume or use one of the many different platforms that they have available. So it is truly once you start that contact your freshman year, you are building a lifelong relationship with career services here. For sure. All great things. Um, thanks for joining us on today's podcast. Again, I'm John. And I'm Sarah. Same time, same place. We will see you next week to get one step closer to being ready for everything.